What's going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? Welcome to episode 55. Hey. Last week was pretty fun. It was. So uh, last week we had our friend James on. We talked a lot about Destiny. Yes. And then what did you do this week? Started my new job. How is it? It's really fun. Good. What do you do, if you don't mind me asking? I work through a set of... We have 20 libraries. Okay. That... Let's say you call in XYZ library, and XYZ is in my program. Okay. We answer the phones and like, hey, this is so-and-so from this library. How can I help you? All right. And you try to you know, resolve issues. You know, schedule meeting rooms. Uh, pretty much take renewals, put holds, things like that. Nice. So anything that you can do over online or over the phone with the library, mm-hmm. we can we do over the phone. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like so, fun. It is. Um, there's a lot of learning, and it's. A, I don't want to say it's stress because it's not. It's just a new set of tasks to learn. Well, there is that stress of learning a new job. Yeah, I mean, so we have like a lot of classroom work and get put on the phones and like, all right, yeah, you know, sink or swim. Nice. So, but it's really fun. Good. Um, I'm really glad. Um, long time listeners will know that uh, you'd struggle with your job. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was stressing me out. Yeah. But this job, it's better. It's better for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. This week, I didn't do a whole lot. Um, played Destiny. Uh, played Mario Kart at work. Yeah. So same here. Played Mario Kart. At work. Um, I tell you what, I think that the idea to play Mario Kart every Friday at work was the best idea the department had. Why? Uh, because it fosters creativity. Really, and fosters community, and it fosters uh, competition. Really, and when I say it's the best idea the department came up, it's the best idea I came up with. Just so I mean, like, who all plays? Does how many people play? Uh, right now it's five. Nice. So we we switch out by winner switches out. Really? So um, you don't play that much, do you? Well, it's, I, I play fifty percent of the time. Nice. Um, because I'll play go. I'll roll first, but then. If I take first, someone... Do you use little pro controllers? Um, it depends. Uh, I have one pro controller, the Joy-Cons. A friend of mine has Joy-Cons that he uses as a set. And then um, my other friend has Joy-Cons if they're charged. So they just bought Joy-Cons just to play with you? No, they two of them have Switches. Right. So there's three of us that have Switches. Out of four. Out, out of, of five. Okay. So the pro controller is used... And then my Joy-Cons are detached and someone else can use them. So we have enough controllers for everyone to have a real controller. Now do you play like one on the TV and one on the desk? Nope. We plug it in the, in the break room. Nice. So we plug it into the TV with an HDMI cable and sit there and play for 25, 27 minutes. Nice. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Because it's one of those... It's all, it's a community, right? So it's like we can play and have fun together and not it's nothing serious like losing at Mario Kart, it's still fun. Yeah. I know me and a friend at work, we play Mario Kart. Nice. <clears throat> it's it, like you said, it's losing is not that bad. No. And switching out and like switching out and watching is actually just as fun. Yeah. Cuz you get to watch all the Havoc of everyone throwing shells and yeah. bananas out. I mean, yes, as 
that type of personality. Winning is awesome. Right. But at the same time, it's also like, I also like switching out and watching other people play. Yeah. So it's really fun. Uh, we're wanting to get more people into it. Right. But at the same time, it's also like, this is our thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have the ability to take, you know, have multiple TVs, you could have... It's just one TV. Eight, eight people. Just one TV. We, that's all we have. <clears throat> I'm sure your desks have HDMI ports. Nope. VGA. Ugh. Yeah. We, I mean, it's an, it's an office. They're not going to pay for HDMI ports. You'd think they'd still want HDMI ports. No. Um, so other than that, I can't really think of anything. I got Pokemon Tournament, but we're yeah. going to talk about that a little bit later. I've started, like, I now have a set schedule. Okay. So it's been weird. I've been, oh, that's what, that's what Go Plus. Um, I've been waking up early, eating breakfast, you know, watching a few videos, mm-hmm. doing the morning rituals, and then after work, eating something for dinner, like something for dinner, not just like, I'm going to eat a cheesesteak and go to bed. Nice. So like, it's really... Now, will that change when you get your new schedule? I mean, it will, but not overly. Okay. Because I will work at 2.30 to 11 at night. Nice. So, I mean, I'll definitely start doing more crockpot meals. Yeah, so you can come home and... Yeah. And then I, you know, I don't have to cook and anything like that. Yeah, I get you. I totally get you. Yeah. Uh, you know what you should do at work? What's that? Take oh, that is your old TV, isn't it? Yeah, your desk. I'm like, take your old TV and put that at your desk. There you go. Why do you have three screens? It's my TV. Yeah, it's my TV. So I play Dizzy at work. Nice. <laughs> nice. I play my Switch mostly in handheld mode, though. Yeah, because my my dock stays in my bag, right? So that I can just bring my Switch. Yeah. So I have a separate charging cable for my Switch as well. Oh, me too. Me too. You keep it at your desk. No, um, I have one that stays in my bag, right. and my phone actually uses a Type C charger as well. Nice. So I have one on my desk as well. Oh, I have the official Nintendo one. Yeah, it's you know what? Uh, as much as everybody's like, oh, you know, it's easy to transport. Yeah. It, even though it has the same number of cables, say as your Xbox, your PS, you know, your PS4, it's smaller. It's smaller. It it doesn't feel like. Oh, let me get my switch out. Let me put it in my bag. Right. It's and it's not heavy. No, I think that's the biggest thing is it's not heavy when it's on your back. You don't feel it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, anything else going on this week? No, not really. Nice. We are going to an event tonight. Yes. It is the Scream Like Goku on the Big Four Bridge or something like that. Yeah. And it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Plan on being down there and making a. Take some videos. Take some videos of it. Yeah. It should be interesting, I say. Yeah. Um, I have some yeah. friends who might be going, too. Me, too. Let's uh, let's move to our YouTube roundup. Yes. We've got a lot to do today. Um, kind of. Yeah. Okay. The first one was the PlayStation Japan PS4 rap video. What about that was interesting to you? The way I, I like when companies announce games games in a new and creative way yes um i mean sure it would be easier just to have them release a video with you know seven different videos uh fire reels yeah but this was like they had a song i mean it was in japanese so i couldn't understand it but it was like they highlighted a lot of their games even games i was like i don't really care about are you getting more excited for playstation gaming in general 
yes, but at the same time, no, because PlayStation has been pushing Monster Hunter 4. Now, is it coming to Xbox? It's coming to Xbox, I believe. Hmm. So I'm like, I'm excited because their marketing tells me more about world. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to buy it on Xbox. See, I'm torn. Do I want to get on my PlayStation or my Xbox? I want to get it on my PlayStation, uh, Xbox. That way I can uh, play with you. Right. And have the ability to play with James. That makes sense. Because I think that'll be something that he would get into as well. Yeah. Um, because it's not like anything else that he's played. Right. I mean, it's not strictly a first-person shooter. It's not even strictly like an action game, no. in my opinion. It feels a lot like uh, Dante's Inferno or God of War. But even then, not strictly that either. Yeah. Um, it's like the God of War. It's like uh, Dark Souls of Monster Hunter. Oh, wait. Monster Hunter came first. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but yeah, then they had other things like a... Uh, Taiko drum game, right? Which I was like, I, I we had as a kid uh, Donkey Konga. Yes, I love that game. I was, it was I, a fun game. I actually really liked those types of games. Yeah, like Rock Band, Guitar Hero, Dance Dance Revolution. I'll see, if I could have a Dance Dance Revolution machine in my house, I would. I hear they are heavy. They are expensive. <laughs> I mean, granted, you could make them. Well, I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's also like, yeah, but I don't want to do that. I want to have like the giant speakers, though. The neighbors will be like, what are they doing over there? Oh, my God. Will somebody please stop playing Bumblebee? Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is the third time I've heard Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I just want to die. <laughs> Why don't you have a TV in this place? Because with this, this is all the entertainment you need. It's just you going, <sighs> why is there a bucket? That's my sweat bucket. It also doubles as my vomit bucket when I work out too hard. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I I swear, I don't think that there's anybody who's possible to play that game without sounding like you're horrifically overweight. Right. And you're just panting and heavy breathing and you're like... I need water. How much? Yes. All of it. <laughs> Let me consume the ocean. But, I mean, it's a good calorie burner. Oh, yeah. Um, which is something that I would need. Um, anyway, yours was Macklemore featuring Kesha, the good old days. Yes. Is it just me and my friend at work? Right. Or would Kesha and Macklemore be perfect power couple? They would, except the... Michael Moore's married with a kid. I didn't realize that. It's just like adorable. Right. It's like they're like the video is great. Yeah. Um, I, I like both of them individually. So both of them together, I was like, it's really I'm weird in. seeing like you and I went to college and Kesha's TikTok had just, just pretty much just come out. Yeah. And so it's weird seeing that progress of like now it's like, you know, prayer and things like that that came out it's like this is really cool yeah and it's like it's almost like um because i think she's in her 30s now right yeah and then macklemore he had a thrift shop in 2012 mm -hmm. and now it's like now we're getting to this point it's like really well, cool macklemore is a rare rare uh creature in the fact that he's self-published yeah he doesn't have a label no so it's like he makes music that 
he, he wants. wants to make. And his new album, Gemini, is really cool, too. I haven't heard all of it. Yeah. I've heard all of the new Kesha. Yeah. No. On the other day, I wore a Kesha shirt to work. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Because that's the type of clothing you can wear to work. It looks like Cisco from The Flash. Nice. I wore jeans. The other and the day before it was like a T Rex surrounded by roses and mm-hmm. it was all in pink and then like a flannel overshirt. Nice. So it's like I either look like I rolled out of the thrift shop or this was intentional. <laughs> and it could be both. Right. Both. Both. But no, I I like at when I worked at the hospital, me and a friend uh would sit there and discuss Macklemore and Kesha like all the time. Nice. Because, you know, they're cool. Yeah, they both have now they both have music that is meaningful. Yeah. It's not like the chain smokers closer where it's like, what's this song about? Yeah. And plus if you know the backstory of like I mean, even I was tempted to put this on my Netflix pick of the week. You're gonna get a hint of this. It was the um Lady Gaga documentary. Okay. I mean, I didn't recommend it because there's some objectionable content in there. And so it's Lady like, Gaga. Eh, it's Lady Gaga. Well, I mean, at, you know, at the same time. Yeah. But it's like, it's really cool because she's went from this, you know, wearing a meat suit, literally, to... Yeah. Now it's her latest title was just Joanne, which is her name. Yeah, it's interesting to watch. Like, they go out with this... They start with this huge... Like to persona. do persona, and then eventually they shed that, and they're like, "This is me." Yeah, and it's like, that's that's who I want to see, right? But that's not who the world wants to see. That's not who the world will embrace first. Yeah, it, it's it's one of those sad. It's conundrums. easier to get a party hit that you know eighteen year olds will listen to while getting high. Yeah, and then when they grow up, it's easier to say, "Okay, now I'm gonna." Go into the more indie style music. Yeah, and it's um, like oh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, and speaking of aging, uh, the Thor three Ragnarok of the nineteen eighty seven like Nerdist trailer. Yes. <laughs> I sent that to you and James. Yeah, that's how I watched it. I was like, I'm adding it. Yeah. Um, because I just go through my history. Yeah. So it's like, what have I watched? Yes. Because I don't add things to my favorite all the time. No. Um, I like them, and that's about it. Yeah. it's It was amazing. It was charmingly bad. Yeah, it's like they took actual assets, but made them look like they were cheesy 90s graphics. Like, I really like when they have the ships on there, and it looks like they're, you know... Yeah, they're... Like the Jason and the Argonauts, or the Clash of the Titans ships. Yeah, or it's like... Those don't look like they were in the same shot. No. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a bad parody of Star Wars. But at the same time, I was like, had this had this come out in the 80s, in the 80s this would have still been a hit. It's time to Ragnarok the house. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdist done that for Game of Thrones as well. And they did um a Arrested Development Star Wars trailer, too. So it's like... Nerdist does a lot of good things. Yeah. I like Nerdist. They're bringing back Futurama podcasts. Yes. And there was apparently like a new episode aired on it. Basically. Yeah. And they're not drawing it. They're they're just voice acting it. Yeah. It's like uh, it's like the old time radio serials. Which is amazing. Yeah. I would. 
I really want to do like a radio serial style. Hey, if you write it, we'll do it. I mean, if we could play, it would be like playing Fate, the the tabletop game. Yeah. And then just like, oh, we record us playing it, and then we just condense it down into storyline. That would be cool. Um, Instead of a D&D podcast. Okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next one. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, whoop, whoop. You had sent this to us a little while ago. The Juggalos March on Washington. Yes. Okay. Okay. First off. First of all, do you want to define what a Juggalo is? All right. What is a Juggalo? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. <sighs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um. <sighs> they are. All right. The FBI previously classified them as a gang. Yes. And the Here's best how... way to describe them is they have the black and white clown makeup. Mm-hmm. Not like Pennywise clown, but like, think Kiss meets Pennywise. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah Oddly yeah. enough. Weird. And it's very much a... Are, you know, like when... This is hard to describe. I was going to say, here's the simple description for me. Okay. They are hardcore fans of the Hatchet Man record label, which is mainlined with by ICP. the insane clown posse ICP. There you go. They are the fans that will go to the shows. They're like the Kiss fans that wear the face makeup and wear they the shirts. The cos- they're, they're like the cosplayers at a con. They're super into it. Yeah. They put on the makeup. They have the memor- they, they have the Hatchet Man tattoos. And actually... Most of the people who classify as juggalos that I've met are really nice people. Yeah, you're like, whoa. <laughs> and I've never really, like, I've not encountered, like, a really super awful juggalo. No. So, they marched on Washington. Yes. Because the FBI had labeled them a gang. Because a number of crimes, and apparently it was a high number of crimes, right. were committed by people... With the ICP, Insane Clown Posse, or the Hatchet Man tattoos or memorabilia. So the FBI was like, they're a gang. Yeah. Now. But that question comes with, okay, did the, you know, killers, the not killers, but like the criminals also enjoy a good glass of water every now and again? Y- yeah. And I think that was what their point was. was like, And I think they also came across, especially in this video, it's about, you know, love and do all that. And it was more about profiling as well. Yeah. Because, like, okay, yeah, we have the Hatchet Man tattoo. And they ascribed all these crimes to, oh, Hatchet Men. We're, gonna, we're insane clown posse fans. Juggalos. Yeah. What's to say that there's not another string of crimes? And they find the criminals are predominantly of a different minority, a different ethnicity. Oh, it's this group. No, they're just criminals. Exactly. That happen to have this. Now, I won't dispute and say that ICP's music is not considered considered. It's consi- angry. It is very violent and very angry. But, at the same time, tell me that our groups such as NWA, uh, that sort of thing, like, though, like, hardcore, and I, uh, and I draw the comparison, 
like hardcore gangster rap. Like, yes. I shoot them up. Tech Nine, Hobson. Yeah, Tech Nine, Hobson, all that sort of thing. They are also violent music. Yeah. However, the the type of music does not indicate the person. Always indicate the person. Yeah. Because I mean, I enjoy a few ICP songs. I sit and listen to... So if music hardcore defines a person, right? then what does it say when I actually, in my guilty pleasure at work, is listening to Sean, right? Millionaires, right? And Ariana Grande and... Uh, and Wicked. And Wicked. It's like, what does that say? Yes, your music choices is based upon your personality, and sometimes your personality is molded by those artists. Yeah. However, I would like to point out the, the statistic, the crime statistic in Washington, D.C. It was significantly less encounters of violence than the average political rally. Yes. Yeah, that the Juggalo I, March I love that. had less crime than political rallies. And I love of the that. same caliber. It's like <laughs> But um, one is a gang and one is not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was looking at the crime and I was like Huh. If uh if they're gang, this is their biggest meeting this year. <laughs> yeah. Um Okay. Alright. <laughs> right. Now I do think that the FBI did drop them off the list. Yes. Um, but the, well, the idea was like discrimination, but like at first it's us, then who is it? Yeah. And that was like one of their biggest points was like, it wasn't that, oh my gosh, you're wrong for doing this. It's more like, oh my gosh, because, why you done this? I mean, wrong. I think this, you know, especially with ICP is like, they don't care what people think about them. Yeah. I think that's ultimately in their song. What is a juggalo? I think ultimately that's what they're saying. Yes. They just don't care about what people think yeah and so when they said we're going we're going to march it's not because what they think of them it's because first it's this then it's this what's next what is it first they came for the corinthians and i did not speak up for i was not corinthian then they came to the galatians and i did not speak up for i was not galatian then they came to the romans and there was no one to speak up yeah so it's like okay do you come for us then who yeah, so I found that interesting. Um, it was a really interesting like documentary piece. Yeah, um, there was a little bit of language because it's it's about pee. juggalos, of course it is. <laughs> it's about juggalos. But in that being said, I think it's an interesting watch. Yeah. Um. Okay. What's next up? Uh, Surf's up, Ultra Sun, and Pokemon Ultra Moon. Yes, Mantine Surfing. So this is the new trailer for the new Pokemon Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. In November. And yes, coming up rather rapidly. Yes. I'm super pumped for this game. Me too. Like, you, there's Mantine Surfing, and you can surf between the islands. Yes. So, that tells me there is going to be a lot of extra content. Because you can't just add stretches of water with nothing there. Yeah, unless they put a few, like, caves. I personally believe the um, Reggies might be in the game. I would love that. You know, have Reggie Ice buried beneath the Mount Coronet or whatever the mountain was. Yeah, it'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, this week I'm probably going to, I mean, today probably, uh, we are going to go to GameStop and get some stuff yeah. for the event tonight. And I might pick up uh, Samus Returns. 
Return and, of Samus. Yeah, and I'm excited for this. Yeah. Like, I love any Pokemon game. I don't think there's been a Pokemon game where I'm like, nope. Only Puzzle League was still pretty fun. It was Tetris Attack. Hey, you, Pikachu. <laughs> was, at the time, groundbreaking. It, it was not amazing, yeah. but it was groundbreaking. I really want Hey, you, Pikachu on the Switch. <laughs> like a Tamagotchi. Yep. Um... So uh, there's not a whole lot to say about it. It's the new trailer. They're new, adding a new photo club, new island challenge, and Mantine surfing. Yep. So how that plays into it, I don't know. Um, sorry. So that's that's all I had uh, for that one. The last one is Fuller House Season 3. Yes. I've not watched any of the seasons. Oh, Fuller House is so good. Is it? It is. It's... I mean, it's a lot more complicated than Full House because, I mean, kind of the world we live in. Um, they're bringing back Uncle Jesse, right? I like mean, they're I'm bringing th- Bob Saget back. Well, they've brought, they've had a couple, you know, guest episodes too. I think that they're actually just coming back this season, though, aren't they? No, like as a whole. No. Okay. Most, of the, I mean, in the first couple seasons, they weren't all that in it. Okay. From what I understood from the trailer, it was it act it sounded like they were going it's probably to be one there episode that they just kind of chunked out. And... I don't know, Uncle Jesse, man. I don't know. But... <laughs> I need you to pretend like you're cool. Ow! No, you know what I mean. Like young and cool. Ow! <laughs> I mean, they kind of pop up like once or twice in the first couple seasons. Okay. So I mean, it's mainly about DJ Stephanie and Kimmy. Yeah. I Fun fact. <laughs> Do you want me to spoil season two for you? Yeah. Stephanie and Kimmy's brother kind of start dating. <laughs> Stephanie and Kimmy's brother? Yes. Younger brother. Okay. Kimmy was the friend that... Kimmy Gibbler? Yeah. And then Stephanie was the middle sister. Not um, played by Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Okay. So it was like yeah. the middle one. Yeah. I know which one you're and talking the about. DJ. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Do they well, ever like, explain what happened to the... Yeah, at one point they're like, oh, we're really sorry Michelle couldn't get get back for this reunion. You know, she's busy running her fashion empire. Please tell me this spiked the camera. They, yeah, they looked at the camera. <laughs> so, I mean, they don't, like, it disavow them, but like, it's really cool. It'd be cool if the surprise guest would be one of, one of the Olsen twins. Yeah, and so I think that's another thing of, like, why they couldn't come back. It's like, how would you select which one comes back? I would just swap them. See if anybody noticed... You look different today. Did you do something with your hair? That would be pretty funny. It'd be a running, be a running joke, but at the same time, it wouldn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's our YouTube picks. Yeah. I thought there was a lot of good range there. Yeah. Like, you got something. You got the Juggalos. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay. Couple headlines. All right. The TGS 2017 Monster Hunter World is delightfully complex, yet accessible. All right, tell me more. Okay, um, well, it's more like I want to have a. I wanted to use that, that um, that headline is more like a conversation piece. Okay, up until this point, Monster Hunter has been fairly closed off to the video gaming realm as a whole, right? Um, because it's a very niche game. It is the original Dark Souls. Yes. 
and how armor and all how your weapons upgraded it was very closed off like it was you were never quite sure entirely what you're upgrading your weapons into um because it's very much dark souls game in which if you're good enough you don't really need the armor yeah, I've seen a couple of videos where it's like, I did this armor list, and it's like, yeah, no, I can't do this with armor. Yeah. Um, but this one, like, you can, there's like, you see, like, the upgrade trees for your weapons. There's more action RPG-esque elements, like swinging, and there's, like, the cape that you can glide with and everything. Do you think this will be the future of Monster Hunter? I do. I think it really because it's getting a lot, a lot of hype because one of the main points is it's not on 3DS. I think one of the main reasons it was locked behind all the basically a shroud of enigma was it originated on the PS1, right? And then it went to PS2, but then it popped over to the PSP. Yeah, and then it was on Vita. Then it was on Vita, and then Wii, Wii U. And the 3DS. So the big issue is like the PSP and Vita were not as big handheld in America. As the 3DS. As the 3DS. But the 3DS, the Wii, and the Wii U were not seen as serious consoles. So when it came time to buy games, people weren't like, let me buy Monster Hunter on the Wii U because clearly... I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. It's like, well, you buy if you had a Wii U, it was probably for family. And I here's my thing. I see that as kind of a problem in that gamers really we're polarizing ourselves and making it easier to get what? the same three games over and over. Well, it's I think part of it is the companies themselves have basically put them painted themselves into that corner. Right. Look at Nintendo. Right. Like I think the most risque game they've ever put on it is Bayonetta. Yeah. Maybe Shantae. No, not even that. It's a, a platformer. Um but just like the, the character idea. design. No, I think Bayonetta is way way more risque. Yeah. Um because they've been a family gaming company. Yeah. And it's unfortunate when people see family gaming company, they see games Children's that aren't game. as hard because they're games for the family. Let me tell you, while playing the Wii U with my fiance, um there's nothing less family friendly. Yeah, no. Good lord, I'm playing Super Mario 3D World on like the very last one because like we collected everything mm -hmm. up to Champions Road. Okay. In the very last get, uh, level of the game and then we would have had everything there were too many shouts of I'm going to leave you if you don't do this right <laughs> like and then they're just be like I'm gonna jump on you <laughs> it's like I'm gonna leave you at some point because this will be the cited reason this will be in the works cited page yeah this will be in the works cited page of our divorce papers <laughs> I think it's, sadly, it's, like, it's almost cornholing, though. Yeah. Like, so when Monster Hunter went to the Nintendo platforms, people weren't all about it. Yeah. Like, it's one of those games where it's like, well, I really want this game. Like, would you go out and buy a console specifically for that game? No. So, I mean, if 
To be fair, I did buy specifically buy. Well, I mean, I bought the Switch for Zelda. Yeah, I bought my. What did I buy my PS4 for? Oh, just because someone else was selling it. Price zero on. <laughs> I mean, no, even that I've played it like twice. Nice. It came out at, like I played it after I played Zelda. I think that was the biggest issue. A lot of people cited that. And it's like it's fun, but like open world games now just seem like eh. they're, they're a chore. I wouldn't say they're a chore, but like it's just like eh. Um, so I th- I do think that Monster Hunter is going to be accessible. It's complex, but accessible it's not excessively complex like the 3ds or whatnot well i don't think so not like that well they weren't they were complex but they were shrouded because it was one of those do you have you played monster Hunter? no what is that well it was one of those they weren't hyped games unless you were in the community at which point you didn't need them to be hyped you already knew yeah whereas monster hunter is like Guys, we're bringing it back. You can play it at home on your TV and glorious, you know, definition. I, I just want Generations Double X on the Switch and be like, all right, guys, this we're gonna. This is the last traditional Monster Hunter game. We're going to go with the world's design now. But we wanted to send off the Monster Hunter game, worldwide localization, and we're going to send it off with a goodbye. We're going to see how many players at one time we can have hunting. That would be cool. And so we're just going to like double down on our servers. We're going to, you know, do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and just say, we are going to have a massive hunt. It's just a world ending level. I mean, how cool would that be? That'd be nifty. And you know, it'd be like, okay, cool. Tell you what. If you're recording your game, like you're like you have it plugged up to an Elgato or whatever, and you're streaming it, tweet it at us, and we will re- retweet you. Nice, that because would... we want the world's biggest hunt. That would be going neat. on today, and just like have huntathon be the ha- trending hashtag. That would be cool. I don't see it happening, but that would be cool. I think it'd be really cool if we if we could get something like that done. Yeah. Um. So moving on, have you played Players Unknown Battleground? No. Okay. So, apparently, it's a game, and I I have played it. It's a game. It's a game. I mean, um, I know what it is. Apparently, it is a good enough game that a lot of developers are wanting to copy their idea, basically. Yeah. Which, in and of itself, is not hard. No. It's a first-person shooter with 100 people battling, and that's it. Yeah. Game, uh, GTA done it. Yeah. They have a new mode. Uh, several other games have done it. Uh, yeah, GTA done it. And their Fortnite is doing it, but they're adding the crafting mechanic in that idea. Okay. And Project X is aiming for over 400 player. Is Project X the one where they create Mega Man X and we yeah. have to go fight Storm Eagle? Something like that. Um, so, the player unknown Granite Battlegrounds people developer is contemplating taking action against Battle Royale and Fortnite because it was one of those, it felt like it was a blatant almost ripoff. Like, it literally, you dropped out of the, you dropped out of the air, right? Like, in PUBG, and you 
fought it out. Grand Theft Auto did a couple different things. Like, they you could get into vehicles, and, like, it was pretty much a vehicle battle royale. Yeah. But it was only, like, five people on each team. And it was team battles. I mean, I, I can understand, like, they're like, hey, you can't copy our design. Like, But granted, also at the same time, they didn't invent the first-person shooter or the battle royale. So at what point does it go from they're copying PUBG to it's just a popular game type now? Here's my thing. Like, Halo, <clears throat> I would say Halo popularized, like, capture the flag game modes. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty did the, you know, quick team, you know, team death, death match. You know, and you had... So, some could argue Quake or Doom did that. Right, but I'm talking, like, in the modern era. Okay. And, you know, I would say, like, Battlefield did, you know... Objective based. Right. So here's my thought with PUBG. It's the new popular kid on the block. I don't want to say it like this, but it, they kind of need to slow their roll. I think it's a flash in the pan. Be I mean, because, like, they've burst onto the scene, got number one on Steam. Yeah. It's like, it's League a, of Legends. It looks like a very fun game to play. It is. I played it. It is, but at the same time, it's also like it's nothing right now. It's nothing special, right? And as much as like, I have a couple of friends that are like, "Oh my gosh," uh, and I, it's still get to play with them. It's still. It feels like it's very easy to be good at, though. At the same time, it's also you have no. There's no learning curve at some point. Yeah, it's like oh, because you drop out of the plane and it randomly selects where the safe zone is and randomly selects to where carpet bombing's going and it randomly selects weapons and it randomly selects vehicles. Yeah. So it's like there's only a certain amount of skill. Yeah. Because you're basically praying and kneeling at the altar of RNGs and saying, make me better. Yeah. Whereas like League of Legends, it has a learning curve. So I think that PUBG is going to be a flash in the pan of it'll be insanely popular for a year but in a year time if everybody's going to be like I feel there are like other it's shooters. already kind of slowing down you think so? I mean because alright you and I listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast which is I mean other than like listen to an IGN or Nerdist podcast it's kind of a good way to get a pulse of some know, game gaming so. sometimes they used to talk about it all the time yeah now it's just like eh. they talk about Rainbow Siege still yeah and I think, Rainbow Siege is several years old now. Yeah. But I think that PUBG needs to kind of just let those games weed themselves out. So that way they don't become the company of, oh, you minorly copy them? They're going to sue you. Well, it's also like longevity. Fun fact. I think I may have carpal tunnel on my shoulder or my elbow. Why? Because my pinky finger and half my ring finger is like usually numb now. <laughs> Yikes. Because if you sleep with your arm bent, it like pinches that nerve there. Um, so it's like, cool. Sleeping is giving me nerve damage. Um, But I do think PUBG needs to kind of slow it down. Well, so that way they don't become the Sioux company. Think about it this way. How do you add more stuff into a game that is RNG heavy? I mean, you... You can't, there's no storyline. It literally is jump out of a plane. So it's like Destiny Year One. No, not even that. It's literally you load up, 
you load into the game, you hit play game, and it drops you into a hub island, which automatically starts your countdown timer to get into a game. You get into the game, and you jump out of the plane. Yeah. That's it. Then you run around, and you kill each other. That's that's really it. Yeah. And that's all it is. There's no different type weapon. There's different weapon types. Like, you've got rifles and, you know, submachine guns and yeah. pistols and shotguns and whatever. But that's it. There's no character specialization. No. There's not like a tech tree that you can be Yeah. Like, oh. And it's not like Overwatch where it's like I'm playing as a different character. It's literally your avatar could be generic. Yeah. They could just have stick figures and it would be just as useful. So the question is, how do you continue development for that? Because even cosmetic items can shift the balance of the game because are you as camouflaged yeah are you as armored do you stand out they need to have different modes and different maps of like oh we have zombie mode now it would be cool oh we have cops versus robbers they do have zombie mode but it's still basically the same thing i would say oh we have you know uh Cops, co- cops and robbers. Well, and the in thing, that you ha- you play in a s- more city map or whatnot, and you know the mo- there's NPCs that you kill and you rob, and the cops have to, you know, apprehend the robbers. I tend to agree. And here's the thing: the cops have non-lethal weapons. I tend to agree, but at the same time, their mechanics don't allow for some stuff. They need to update the mechanics. Oh, that if they update if mechanics, they done a zombie mode. Where 100 players drop into the island. They can't kill each other. One becomes a zombie. All you can do is scratch, bite another player. They kill that player. Now there are two zombies. Here's what I would do. And you can barricade. Because right now you can't. So if you can barricade yourself into a building. And you can build. you can, And maybe it is. It's Maybe it's what Fortnite is doing. Or it's like, you can build a fort and defend that fort against the army. Because then you have two zombies. They bite scratch somebody. Now you have four zombies. So it's base. It's not of can you win. It's more along more along the lines of how long are you going to survive? Because you're not living. Here's how we do with our PUBG. Hundred survivors scattered throughout the entire game. So you don't drop out of an airplane. You start in different sectors. Mm-hmm. However, there's 50 in different sectors, zombies. And so, like, you have 150 players now. The more players are in a sector, the more heavily weighted the zombies are, concentration-wise. That now sounds like seven days to die. But here's... No. Zombies are players. That's... Zombies are players. Humans are players. But the more people... You know, that... Let's say you start off in... You and three of your teammates Mm -hmm. start off in A1... Well, because you have four teammates, they spawn, put they take the fifty players and take two of the zombies, put them in your area. I and and here's the thing: instead of the area getting smaller, it gets bigger. So for a while, zombies can't leave that sector. But after a while, congratulations! Now instead of A one, you also have B one, C two, oh. A2, 
you know, and it just starts getting bigger and bigger to the point of, okay, now these zombies that have overrun their own area, like there's one person and one zombie, zombie one, he's now moving on to a different sector. I like it. I like the idea, though, that it's basically like an exponential thing. One becomes two, two becomes four. And it will. And that's how you you get more zombies. I, I I see it, but at the same point... That requires a lot of things that change PUBG from being PUBG. But that's the zombie mode of PUBG. They do have a zombie mode. And then they can just say, okay. They already do, and it's not amazing. And they can just kind of evolve the game as it is. Instead of Now, instead of doing Battle Royale, area gets smaller. Now but it kind of gets bigger, but has more threats. Now the question is, then are they copying somebody else? Because if they go the zombie route and you like you defend against them, now they're getting actually into Fortnite's area. And so, I think that's why PUBG needs to slow its roll, so that way it leaves, leaves room for its own development. Because otherwise, they just open up the door of, we're a company that's going to knock you if you try to do anything. Well, you're doing something that we've done before. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I look at it and go, I can see their point of wanting to say, hey. Protect their idea. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, you slow didn't, your roll, buddy. You you also did not invent this idea. Yeah. Okay. Let's, Let's move on. on to some quick some quick headlines. Uh, Sonic Forces Shadow the Hedgehog DLC has been announced. Ah, good old Sonic the uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yep. Edge the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Super Mario Odyssey feels like it's taking cues from Z- uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. Which is good. Yes. Destiny 2, Bungie explains new faction rally event. I have no idea what that is. It is a new rally faction thing with like Dead Orbit, Future War Cult, and uh, Is that released yet? I think it's coming out soon. Okay. Anime news. Bandai Namco has revealed Sword Art Online replication VR game that's going to be focused more on your character. I'm, uh, I'm excited for that. It would make me get VR. Is it PSVR? I don't know. They just announced it. Okay. Final Fantasy gets first ever roller coaster at USJ. Okay. And repeat after me, thou shalt not make live action anime adaptations. Yes. So says the director of Full Metal Alchemist. And he allowed his work to be... I don't think that he... I think he was the director of the anime. Right. But he didn't own it. Oh, that's right. So well, he even he's like, uh, guys, I I don't I don't I don't think this is a good idea. Yeah. So I would um give him kudos for that. He gets a golf clap. We'll tweet at him later. <laughs> kudos, man. We'll just a little go- with a little clapping emojis. <laughs> okay. Short review. Pokemon tournament. Yes. Okay. You got. I'm I'm gonna put a two minute timer. If I can. And then once the two-minute timer goes, you have two minutes to sell me on the game. How's that sound? Yes. So I have two minutes to tell you what it's about? Or two minutes total? Two minutes to sell me on it. Why I should get it. Okay. And go. Have you ever wanted to play Street Fighter, but also really like Pokemon? Have you also wanted to play as a chandelier that beats the crap out of other Pokemon? Have you ever wanted to play Mewtwo, the psychic Frieza type character from Dragon Ball Z, you can play as him and a Shadow clone. It's really fun. It's a lot like uh, Tekken and Street Fighter in that you battle other Pokemon of the same like 
13 characters and they have their different you know qualities and characteristics speed power technique and it's really fun you can do league battles and get higher ranks and face tougher npcs free battles for the switch you can do local battles or battles on you know the same console Oh, I'm not even halfway out of time. No, I'm just showing you so, your timer. It's just really fun. You can create your own avatar. I have one that looks like has a leopard print shirt. It is a fighting game that doesn't feel like a fighting game because you don't have like the super muscly dudes with the headbands who throw around energy waves. Like, okay, cool. I'm familiar with Mew too. I'm familiar that he naturally throws around energy waves. I'm familiar with Lucario. He throws around energy waves. I'm familiar with Krogunk. He throws around poison waves. So it's just like, it's a fighting game that is Pokemon. It's familiar. And it doesn't take genius to play. I picked it up. I'm getting like several win streaks. I suck at fighting games. I have to play Street Fighter on easy mode as Akuma. Okay. Akuma. So, that's the game. I, I, I'm already sold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I already own it. But, uh, yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with that. It's Tekken for Pokemon. Yeah. And it's Pokken. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Let's see. What else? Okay. So about our Netflix Hulu pick. Yep. You had Fuller House Season 3. Yep. And I have Neo Yokio. Okay. It is a brand new anime. Okay. I haven't watched much of it. Right. But it has Jaden Smith. So I'm just waiting for it. Nice. <laughs> if you ever wondered if birds wonder if fish are drowning... Do you think that crabs think that fish fly? That child. I am a door. <laughs> Here's the thing. Let's be honest. If we could tweet like that and get away with it, and people Are, would be no, like... No, no, here's the thing. He's like, what, still 16? Something like that. All right, going back, because like, that, that's when we started really getting Facebook. Mm-hmm. I love and loathe that Facebook memories where you go back and you're just like, oh, good Lord. Fire. Was I trying to sound like Shadow the Hedgehog? <laughs> you mean Edge the Hedgehog? Yeah. Hedge the Hedgehog. More oh, like. that's right. I'm sorry. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> it's yes. like, this is like 10 years removed. And it's like, I feel like Red Foreman. It's like, really? Yeah. You're, you're Dumbass. <laughs> Wish I yeah, was an octopus so I could put. A... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like, I feel embarrassed for myself. And, and only, it's like, only you can see this. And you're like, thank God. Thank God I didn't tag anyone else because otherwise this would be on their page too. <laughs> right. Okay. Game releases. Yes. Danganronpa V3 Killing Harmony is going to be on PC, PS4, Vita on the 26th. So in three days. Are you going to get it? I'm really torn because I just bought Pokken. Right. But at the same time, I've also never played any of the Danganronpa games. Danganronpa, if you have your Vita, go get a used... Today, try to see if you can't find a used copy of the original Danganronpa. 
I want to see if it's on PS4 or PS uh, PC. Well, the original one? Yeah. It's on the Vita. I, I know, but if but I can, you can it, play it at work. But if I, uh, yeah, but I want to play Pokemon at work. Stop trying to control my work life. Gosh. Well, when Pokemon Sun and Moon come out, I want to see if it has on PC. Okay. Or PS4. Okay. Uh, this week also is actually uh, yesterday. Uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 for the Switch. I need to get that for my Switch at some point. Yeah. Um, it's coming out. It's really good. Yeah. Anything else? No, not really. Okay. You can find us at our website at gamingandchillpodcast.com. Twitter, gaming underscore in underscore chill. Instagram is Gaming and Chill Podcast. And Facebook, if you're watching live, thank you very much. But you can find it at facebook.com slash gaming and chill podcast. And if you have any questions, uh, tweet at us using hashtag gaming and chill podcast. And uh, we'll see some other stuff like Pokin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, also, question Are you going to go see Kingsman this weekend? I mean, oh, to like tomorrow? Yeah. I'm not sure. We should go. Who knows? Um, anything else before we take off for the day? Nope. Um, we will be at, if you're watching and you're in the Louisville area, we will be at the Big Four Bridge tonight. Possibly doing some Pokemon Go raid battles, too. Um, maybe, but I'll be doing mostly uh, video stuff. Well, because for... after, like, the events, I know they posted there, there's going to be a whole bunch of people going across the river mm-hmm. and doing some raid battles because there's some gyms across the river that I hit every day at work. Nice. Um, but it's the Scream Like Goku event. Yes. Uh, it's one of those events where it's like, all right. Okay. <laughs> it seems like right up our alley. I was like, I see that. there's not going to be like just 10 people there. That would be awkward, but at the same time, it's also like, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If it was a big crowd. But at the same time, if there was a small crowd. Yeah. So, anyway, um, if you're in the Louisville area, hopefully we'll see you then. But if not, have a wonderful week and uh, pick a Pokemon tournament. Highly yep. recommend it. Or Xenoverse. Yeah, agreed.